I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, starting a new series, The Kashmir Diaries, I take you to the last rosewater maker of Srinagar, a vanishing craft on its last breath, and what it means for our intangible heritage. Every May, in the Isfahan province of Iran. Around the towns of Kamsar and Nazer occurs a transformation owing to the delicate fragrance of the Mohammadi roses. People wake up early at dawn and start harvesting them. They take the stem of the flower with their right hand and gently pick the flower with their left thumb. Any delay in harvesting them decreases the quantity and quality of essential oils. And thus begins the annual festival of Gulabgiri where entire towns are involved in the process of making rose water. Over 2000 kilometers from Isfahan on the banks of the Jhelum River in Srinagar lies the shrine of Shah-e-Hamdan or Khana-e-Maula. He was a Islamic preacher and saint whose Kashmir forays saw the masses getting converted to Islam. About 500 years ago, his son Mir Muhammad Hamdani arrived in Srinagar through the Silk Road. He brought with him various crafts and industries from Iran and Turkey, including forms of carpet weaving, herbal medication and pashmina shawls. but Mir Muhammad Hamdani did not come alone he was accompanied by a man named Sayyid Muhammad Nuristani who was a master alchemist and started producing rose water on a large scale and with that started the tradition of sprinkling rose water on devotees at shrines on a warm saturday afternoon in Srinagar i found myself at the Khana ke Maula in a nearby building battered by the vagaries of time one would find a carved wooden door the entryway into a place where time freezes a wooden window opens its shutters to form a makeshift storefront at that very window sits a man with a wizened face he is no ordinary man his ancestors learned the art of rose water making from nuristani himself at 60 abdul aziz kosgar is the last remaining rose water maker of shrinagar what i witnessed was a craft taking its last few breaths the shop arke gulab is surrounded by antique glass jars and decanters and the whiff of rose is in the air the wall is adorned by a frozen wall clock which almost feels metaphorical abdul aziz hunches over the glass jars his surname kosgar literally means user of jars in persian these jars are procured from europe but now gather dust with the wooden shelves creaking under their weight many have developed cracks owing to the cold winters of shrinagar I try to make conversation with Aziz but he doesn't seem interested for I am probably amongst a long line of tourists who come to satiate their curiosity about this place a customer saunters by and starts chatting with Aziz in rapid kashmiri he asks him to fill up a large empty bottle with rose water everyone carries their own bottles now and no longer does Aziz give it in glass jars legend has it the very seat that Aziz now occupies once seated mystics and saints delving deep on mysticism with his ancestors his rose water continues to be in demand for the urs or the anniversary of the saints but what most don't know 
is the other contribution of Aziz's family, the art of hikmat, practitioners of the Unani system of medicine. Aziz's father would prepare more than 50 syrups besides rose water, which were used in Unani medicine. Today, allopathic medicine is the system of choice for Kashmiris, and the syrups are no longer in demand. He prepares only a few syrups now. Arki Nilofar, for instance, is made from the water lily. Kaha Zaban is made out of a plant with light violet flowers, known more popularly as the star flower, and is used for the treatment of pneumonia and tuberculosis. But as Unani recedes in the background, and artificial rose water is available abundantly, Aziz is well aware that his craft will die with him. There is little money to be made, and he does not expect his son to take up the profession. He goes on to say, I'm only following my ancestors who ran it for spiritual yearning rather than commercial purposes. The only aim of running this is to preserve an important part of us. Aziz speaks from a sense of duty and has resisted the mechanization of his craft for he feels the historical significance of it would be lost. As I saw Aziz attend to a small stream of customers, I went to a grocery store and picked up a small bottle of water. For a mere 20 rupees, Aziz filled up the entire bottle with rose water. In his sanguine voice, he advised that I put it on my face to find relief from the heat of the afternoon. I did and felt immediately transformed by the cooling effect of the rose water. I couldn't help but contrast the experience of Golabgiri in Iran with Arke Gulab in Srinagar. They both had the same cultural and medicinal roots but ended up charting completely different destinies. In a rapidly changing world, how do we preserve our traditions? One of the biggest challenges we face today is to fight the collective amnesia which heightens and excavates with each generation. How do we not measure everything from the lens of money and value our intangible cultural heritage? I have no ready answers. But one thing I found repeatedly in Kashmir is the passion that people have towards their crafts. The patience and persistence with which they doggedly pursue their love is increasingly becoming rare. But they do so because their craft is so defining of them that they cannot imagine themselves in any other way. Maybe the only way to preserve our heritage is to find ways to revive passions amongst young people. Only these passions would heal the cracked glass jars of our vanishing heritage. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram.